Welcome to the Von Nelson Podcast. Today is the fourth quarter 2019 Von Nelson Select recap. In the fourth quarter of 2019, Von Nelson Select returned 6.61% gross, 6.35% net, against the S&P 500 at 9.07%. And that brings the year-to-date return for the Select gross to 29.21%, Select net at 27.94%. And the S&P total return is 31.49%. And with me today is Adam Rich. Uh, Welcome, Adam, and look forward to your comments. Thanks, Dan. Uh, The markets had a very strong 2019. When we look back at how we were positioned, uh, we were positioned for some pretty dramatic dispersion of returns. And yet, everything really worked last year. Uh, So what were the key events of 2019? The first one was when the Federal Reserve... Um, started injecting liquidity into the repo market in September 2019. The markets were flat uh, year over year up until that point, um, and the market really took off in the fourth quarter. So why, why did the markets take off? Well, you know, the Federal Reserve pumped more money into the system uh, in this QE4, QE4 in quotes because they didn't call it QE, uh, fat, at a faster pace than they did for QE1, 2, and 3. So the question is, is how long is that going to last? Um, some other key themes in 2019 uh, that, um, that were surprising was the consumer was very strong. Um, this is because oil prices were down um, until the fourth quarter. Interest rates were also down, so consumers were able to refinance um, their, their mortgages. Uh, and wages were up. Um, and, and so that was a really great setup for... Um, for the consumer, and that was a, b- a big reason why our housing stocks in our portfolio performed well. Uh, the industrial economy was terrible. Uh, ISM manufacturing started the year uh, in the mid-50s and dropped to the, the high 40s. Uh, and this big, and what this did was this created a really big dispersion um, in return. So the, the more cyclical uh, sectors really underperformed you know, materials, industrials, energy, and financials, and the bond proxy and deflationary sectors, REITs, staples, utilities, and tech, all did really well. Um, And what this has done is it's created a pretty wide um, dispersion in valuations. Uh, And so that is what, going to what, where we see opportunities, um, right now, the first area of opportunity is really in these bond proxy sectors. Uh, in the past year, we sold two uh, high PE stocks. Um, you know, this is north of 30 times earnings that trade off of that traded off bond proxies, um, and we reallocated those proceeds into uh, cheaper bond proxies. Um, you know, in, in the healthcare sector, uh, we were underweight healthcare heading into the year. Uh, this is an election year, and we exited the year with a slight overweight to healthcare as we add a new idiosyncratic opportunity that we think uh, will hit our 50% return over the next three years. The second area of opportunity is in short cycle cyclicals. Uh, These are markets where we can track supply and the useful life of the assets are typically less than four to five years. Uh, Examples of this are in trucking and shale EMPs. Uh, Yes, I did say shale EMP. Uh, We have criticized the valuations of the sector over the past few years, but uh, with the significant drawdown over this past year, we started a new position in a high quality company. Um, One of the things that we think the market misses 
uh, with the oil market is that 8% of the world supply now is in high decline shale production. You know, shale wells typically produce 90% of their total production in the first three years. Um, and rig counts are down and frack spreads are down almost 30% year over year. You know, we think that this provides a great setup for, uh, for supply, uh, specifically U.S. supply, uh, to surprise to the downside. And this should be supportive of oil prices over the next few years. Uh, another opportunity that we're seeing uh, right now is um, we see some pretty wide valuation discrepancies in the software industry versus the, uh, the semiconductor industry. Um, so first, you know, in, in, in technology, specifically software, you know, there's been a lot of capital raised over the past few years at really, really high multiples. We're talking north of 10 times sales, and you have to use sales because you can't use EBITDA or earnings for that matter. And, you know, to keep those multiples, these companies need to grow, and they need to grow fast. We're talking north of 20% uh, top-line revenue. Um, in order to do that, they're going to need to launch new products. They're going to need to expand their total addressable markets. And what this means is all these companies are going to um, start competing in one another's um, verticals. Uh, this, you know, these... Um, uh, this, this new competition is going to create uh, for some pricing uh, competition, which we think will reduce growth rates and ultimately hit uh, the multiples. Um, so, you know, we think that will probably take place over the next few years. We see some examples of that happening currently. Uh, when we look at what opportunities we see in technology, I, I mentioned um, semiconductors. You know, with 5G ad adoption coming, you know, there's been a lot of talk about IoT. You got industrial companies who are talking about um, how IoT is going to expand margins for their business because they're going to get better data or they're going to sell data. You've got telcos talking about how um, they're seeing significant um, connections uh, coming from IoT, which should be a, a boom for their revenue. Um, and then we've got the semiconductor companies who are all um, supplying uh, all of these, um, you know, uh, supplying the telcos and the industrials with the technology to be able to connect these devices. Mm -hmm. When we've done, you know, we've done a lot of research to see who is going to earn the economic rent in all these sectors, you know, and, and we think industrials and telco, all the returns that they think they're going to get, we think will be competed away, and the semiconductor companies will be the ones who, uh, who see significant um, economic rent. And we think they'll get, a, um, you know, revenue growth north of GDP. And because they are manufacturing companies, you know, we think they'll have significant operating leverage. So in summary, you know, the way that we are positioned right now, um, again, we are, you know, overweight energy, we are underweight tech. Um, we think there are fun to set up to uh, significantly outperform when there is a dispersion of returns. Um, and we think that that uh, will happen in the next few years. Well, great. Well, thank you, Adam. Those, those terrific insight on, on the portfolio and uh, good luck with Select in 2020. Thanks. The views, information, and or opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Von Nelson and its employees. Von Nelson, 
does not verify, and assumes no responsibility for the accuracy of any of the information contained in the podcast. The primary purpose of the information, opinions, and thoughts presented in this podcast is to educate and inform. This podcast, or any podcast in the series, does not constitute professional investment advice or services, and any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk. Past performance is not an indication of future performance. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents of this podcast are the property of Von Nelson and, or used by Von Nelson with permission and are protected under U.S. copyright and trademark laws.